Hello and welcome to Ferris Forward. I'm your host, Dave Eisler. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Tim Murphy. Tim is a distinguished alumnus and honorary degree recipient from Ferris State University and currently chairs our Ferris Foundation Board. Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for being here. It's the first time I've heard my name and distinguished in the same sentence, so that's nice. Well, it's well-deserved. And so could you share a little bit about your background with, with our listeners? Uh, talk a little bit about your career. Sure, sure. Um, you know, most of my adult life is, was spent in law enforcement, both at the state and federal level. Um, so I spent 23 years in the FBI after graduating uh, from Ferris State University and being a police officer in, in southeastern Michigan um, for a couple of years. Um, and then once I got in the FBI at 26, I spent the next 23 years there in all sorts of different, different positions, um, starting as a street agent, working all sorts of criminal violations from organized crime drugs to counterintelligence to eventually after 9-11, obviously counterterrorism became you know, one of the biggest, uh, you know, programs in the, in the FBI. And eventually, you know, rose to the ranks after 9-11 um, and became a leader in the FBI. I became the, the chief operating officer after being the CFO and running a field office and eventually becoming the deputy director of the, the FBI, where I was uh, deputy director for a couple of years under Bob Mueller. Well, deputy director. Now, that is the number two person in the FBI, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yep. And it was it was very interesting. We we often say, um, you know, I've always had, even after I left in, in my career in law enforcement, a connection back to Ferris. But, um, you know, it's, it's pretty competitive at that level in government to be at that level and to, you know, I always say to have a kid from Michigan that went to you know, to Wimmer Lake High School and to Ferris State University to be in that position and being able to influence the outcomes of a lot of activities in this country was was something something to be had. That sounds like a great great career. Are you going to write a book someday about it? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm never one to to write a book. I've read I've read one of your books recently, which was very very good, but it was about others, which was which was nice. And I, I'm not one, you know. Look. The, the one thing about being in, in the FBI or some of the other federal agencies, I'm not the book writing type, right? I mean, some of the things that you did just remain to be unsaid and, and untold. Um, that's not to disparage others that write books, but that that's not my thing. Oh, and I, I understand. So how did you come to Ferris? Talk a little bit about your experience as a student here. Yeah, look, when I... First generation, right? Like many, many others, we we've told these stories over and over again. In the time that I've been working with Ferris to get to give back to his current day students, um, so first generation college, right? Both my dad was in in the military, uh, my brothers both went in, into the military. So being the first person to go to go to college or university in, in my family was a big deal, um, and. It's it's interesting because I I wanted to be in law enforcement. It was a dream to be an FBI agent eventually, but you just can't go from you know high school into into the FBI. And I also wanted to play basketball. So you know Ferris represented both for me. Um, at the time that I went to Ferris, the program had an exceptional reputation of getting police officers ready when they graduated to actually hit the streets. Right, the history of Ferris being able to work in any profession after you leave. And so for law enforcement, 
and to be a police officer was perfect. You, you know, you could go to Ferris and you, you did internships and you were, you were trained and certified by the state of Michigan while you were there getting your bachelor's degree. So it was perfect for me there, but I always had my hint on playing for the Bulldogs. Um, tried out for the team. I was an all-state basketball player in Michigan, tried out for the team and, and didn't make it after, after a couple of weeks. But I always had a plan and, and, you know, fell back to the program at Ferris State University to get my degree and go on and be a police officer. So it really, it really was an opportunity to me, as I said, first generation, and then to go to school like Ferris to get me ready so I could go right into the workforce. Uh, and so did you live on campus? Yes, I did. Brophy, Brophy McNerney for, for a while. I worked um, one day a week as, um, you know, worked the front, front doors and the desk as uh, night security and eventually moving moving off campus and, and living just outside of downtown Ferris. Lots of memories there. Yeah, 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 lots of, lots of good memories, right? I mean, you lead a lot of nice people. Um, you know, I, I think for me, when people talk about the memories and I in look in, you know, we've known each other a while, I've come back, I've talked to classes and, you know, part of, part of my story, like the biggest impact to me was actually the faculty members, right? The, the members that were first there that created that program, Dr. Nervin, um, Dr. Parsons, who's no longer with us, Dr. Lawson, those individuals that started that program, they really took an interest. And so my greatest memories about Ferris were actually having classes where it, it, wasn't, it wasn't distant from, from the faculty members, right? They really cared and they really wanted you to succeed both there and then when you left. Um, that always remains part of me. That's a, that's a great memory. And you know, I think people come to college for, the, for an education when you have that kind of relationship with your faculty members. And I certainly hear those stories from our students now. They're really compelling. So after the FBI, what are you doing now? So, you know, the, it's not a it's not an issue, but they kick you out of the FBI at a certain age, right? Because they they want um, people at a certain age. You've got to work long hours. It can be a very physical physical type job. So you leave at a fairly young age. I left at uh, 50 years old, and then I went um, and worked in in New York City on Wall Street for a few years for a billionaire that owned a a pretty big empire of 11 companies, and cut my teeth in in the business world there with him. And then what I did beyond that is I always wanted to run my own company. And so I left and I ran a national security startup in Washington, D.C. for a few years. It's called Thompson Reuters Special Services. Been named uh, recently over the last three years as one of the, the best places to work culture wise in Washington, D.C. So we created a great culture, millennial workforce, you know, educated workforce and all in the national security space. And so I, I recruited a new president. I currently chair the board there of that company. And I joined another startup that was an idea a friend of mine and I had when I was working in New York. And it's a cybersecurity company, which was timely, um, knowing that these last 10 years in the cybersecurity market has been great growth. And it goes a long way in cybersecurity to protect companies and protect individuals in the country. So I currently run a um, company called Consortium Networks. And it's a cybersecurity networking organization of top CISOs um, right now, mainly on the East Coast, but we're spreading, spreading West and we're building a, a neat little company. In fact, um, I just got told uh, this week we've connected when I was back visiting Ferris um, at a lunch we had there, uh, you and others invited um, 
some individuals from the, the cybersecurity school and e-gaming school to a lunch we had. And I met a couple of the students and some of them were looking for internships. So what I just got told by my team is we just recently interviewed one and he knocked it out of the park. Um, you know, unrelated to me, the team called me up and said, this was the best candidate that we've had come in front of us. So yeah, we should have uh, an offer going out to a, a cyber student, their information security student, an e-gaming student for an internship, which we're really excited about. Wow, wow, that that's fantastic. Uh, and looking back on your career, you know, beginning as a, a law enforcement officer, advancing through the ranks of the FBI, becoming a part of the, the leadership for the FBI, you know, founding your own company bringing that to fruition and now working with another company, working for a billionaire on Wall Street, could you ever have imagined? Never, never, if, if not for Ferris. Well, that, that, I, hear that, I hear that a lot. And it's also commentary I have with students when they're thinking about where their job is gonna be and that careers evolve in very interesting, different ways than we could ever expect. And yours is certainly a illustrious one. I think for the Ferris students, and I've seen this among students I've worked with um, in, across the fields and also the alumni uh, that I've met over the course of you know, serving on the board and, and doing other things, is that Ferris prepares you. And I, and I think that's the most important thing. It was, it was for me. And so you have to be prepare, prepared for those chances. And when they come, come around, you just have to jump at it. Right. And I think if you're prepared mentally and ab about taking on a new task, um, you know, these these students will succeed widely. I've always been impressed, you know, as you more and more get involved in your university that you graduated from. I look back and I see all these successful people in life that have come from Ferris State. And I think if you had this roster of people and, and people would look at it, all these different fields, you know, from pharma to media to you name it, to sports, to Ferris State has a great list of people that have come from that university and been very successful, but I think it's mainly because they have grit, they're prepared, they hit the workforce running, and they want to achieve. Thank you. And that, that is a great story, and we, we do see that with many, many graduates. Yeah. You became a member of the Ferris Foundation. How, explain, explain how that happened for you. Yeah, it's it's actually a longer story. So in the and I forget the beginning stages, but it's about you know coming back to the university. Um, I met uh, Steve Reifert at the time, who was head of the uh, criminal justice program. And this probably was, you know, before I was leaving the FBI, and we connected. I started uh, coming back to the university, talking to CJ classes, and you know, Steve and I kept this contact year over year. I retired from the FBI, came back, got more involved at Ferris State University and speaking to classes and speaking engagements. And then it evolved this process to where, you know, eventually I was contacted uh, um, by the university and said, hey, is this, you know, this is this something that, you know, you'd be interested in? You give back now, you're coming back and giving back your time and efforts to the students and, and kind of giving them a, a, you know, at least a visual path of where they should go and, and need to go once they leave leave Ferris, you know, would you want to do more? And and so, you know, I was contacted to, to join the board and that was probably 2015, I believe now. So seven years, um, been, been on the board and um, it's been a wonderful experience. I'm 
glad I did it to be more involved and, and to give back. So it was, it was a journey started with just giving back a little bit of time. Right. And then it's evolved to more time, more effort, more fundraising and, and setting up endowments. And um, it's just, it's just been a joy to give back. That's a great message for the alumni that are listening to when you get engaged in, in, in your alma mater, you, you certainly get more from it, uh, the, the more actively you're engaged. And now the foundation board, exceptional group of individuals who really care deeply about the university. Talk a little bit about becoming the chair of this group. Yeah, I, look, I, I, again, when you think about the things that I've been able to do after I left Ferris State, being asked to you know, uh, to chair the board. Again, humbling experience. Um, and it's, it's really a chance of a lifetime to really even give back more time and, and give back more of the network connections and to invite seven, I think we have seven new board members um, this year. And you look at their pedigrees and it's all walks of life, diversity from jobs to thought to color to gender. And I think we're just, you know, over these last in seven years and 10 years and even before I got there, this board that we're building for the university is just a phenomenal group of people. And everybody in their own right, you know, giving back in some form or fashion. Um, you know, I just met uh, Dana, who we're adding, um, who's a Ferris grad and, and uh, the West Coast media darling and newscast newscaster, full career. I just did a Zoom call with her uh, last week to, to meet her in person phenomenal story. I mean, she tells you her story of what she did after she left Ferris and became who she became in her life and what she does now. Um, just really phenomenal stories. And all these people want to give back to the university and help that next generation of students. So it's very satisfying, um, you know, to watch us raise money, to make the partnerships, but then also to the stories of um, achievement that we can help empower by giving, right? Giving our time, giving, giving money, endowment scholarships, not just for the students, but for faculty and programs, um, just to bring Ferris State University in, into the next century, right? It's, it's phenomenal. And that the Dana you reference is Dana King, uh, so that our listeners can make that connection. And uh, she's going to soon become Dr. Dana King because we're honoring her in May with an honorary degree. So thinking about your leadership for the board, do you have some, some things that you want to accomplish while, while you chair the board? I think my main, there's two main challenges that, that I think we want to have. And I think we're, we're doing that, number one, by adding this uh, more diverse board across the country, right, to expand. Everything is in this world is about the network and network connections and, and bringing partnerships together and really branding Ferris State University on a national scale. Um, I don't think, um, put it this way, I think we could do better with the programs that are at Ferris on a national scale um, through, through marketing and branding and, and networking. If you look at what the, the Crow Museum is, is, is doing there and getting that on a national scale, all the different programs that are sometimes first in state, sometimes first or second in the country, I mean, even when I read the stories today, I'm like, wow. I was telling the story um, just the other day about Ferris State on the, on the, the cyber programs that it had been recognized by, by NSA and, and DOD and certified. And they were like, 
I didn't know Ferris State University had that. One of the one of the best cyber schools, you know, in the state and in the country. I said, yeah, they they do. And so you read more and more of these stories on the different programs. Um, it, it's phenomenal. So I think expanding our network, expanding our brand, expanding. I've reached out to a lot of large corporations um, that would have interest in what Ferris State University is doing. And then I so that's the first one. That's on a macro scale. I I think. The next level is, <clears throat> is have taken on the task of helping lead, you know, the, the fundraising for the Center for Virtual Learning, which, you know what, it, it goes back to, if you look at it, Ferris history on what they've done is getting students ready, job ready, career ready. This next generation, this next world, the metaverse, um, everything being technical and digital, Ferris is, is again leading taking that whole concept that Woodbridge Ferris has about getting people ready and educating people and actually moved it into the technology realm. And that for me is exciting, having worked in data science, having worked in, in cybersecurity and a lot of technical activities and digital activities in both in government and out. Um, we really need to raise funds for the CVL. And so excited to be able to do that. You're gonna have eSports, um, in there, you've got the uh, information security and, and intelligence. You've got artificial intelligence uh, degree. I think it's the first maybe in Michigan to have an artificial intelligence degree in program management. These are some things that are on the forefront of the world today. And so I think the sooner we can get that built and it's underway, the sooner we can get major funding to help the programs and the students, um, that'd be, if I look back two years after the chair, that'd be satisfying to see that uh, well on its way. Well, I, it's impressive how how connected you are with the university, how much you know about the Virtual Learning Center uh, project, and would stand to reason that the Virtual Learning Center we actually have a virtual reality model of the Virtual Learning Center, so you can you can actually walk through it. Well, Tim, I want to thank you for joining me today on Ferris Forward and sharing your your bulldog story and your, your career, your passion for Ferris. And also your, your engagement with our foundation. It's really impressive work. Yeah, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate doing, the, doing this show. Happy to do it. Well, know how proud we are of you and how much we appreciate you and your leadership for fundraising efforts at the university. And, and your advice for both students and alumni, I think, is, is really telling. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Go Bulldogs. Thanks, Tim. Yep. This has been Ferris Forward, and I'm your host, Dave Eisler. I hope you'll join us again next time for our next edition of our program. Bye for now. Yeah.